when does this stop? When do we finally just say, my God, you put your hand on the Bible to uphold the Constitution and your entire presidency is nothing but end games around the Constitution. He knows he can't do it himself, so he's having other people do his bidding. It's disgusting. He's imploring social media companies to censor Americans is what it comes down to. It is, and on his behalf. Come on, man. Welcome to Pod Bless America. I'm Jim. And I'm Dan. And today we're talking about how the Supreme Court shit on the Biden administration for their vaccine mandate. Again? <laughs> Again. Is this the second time? Have they won anything in the Supreme well, Court? Um, I'm not talking about them shopping around with their other, with their- Lower courts. With their lower courts. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Supreme Court. They it's, definitely- Has are, the Supreme Court given them a victory? No. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because you had the uh, eviction. Mm-hmm. Oh. That he said he knew was unconstitutional, but he's going to wait until they told him it was. Yeah. I mean, that's how we're doing it now. That is how we're doing it. You know what? Hey. (laughs) Hey. All right. So it was a vote of six to three from what I'm seeing. Just the people you thought would vote against it voted against it. How can that be? Isn't the Supreme Court there to uphold the Constitution? Well, they're all supposed to be independent. Right. So are you saying that, are you saying that we have liberal justices? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Are you saying that the last president that was in the Oval Office had put a couple constitutional justices up there more constitutional more oh. constitutional i got i got then uh, less <laughs> yeah i've got some questions on uh, a couple of the rulings but we'll see how it goes so far it's going all right so there is a note at the top here that says the secretary of health and human services administers the medicare and medicaid program which provide health insurance for millions of elderly disabled and low-income americans and anyone that receives Medicare and Medicaid funding, uh, participating facilities must ensure that their staff, unless exempt for medical or religious reasons, are vaccinated against COVID-19. So it was a win for the American people, especially the ones that did not want to be forced to get it or forced to test. And Just- I would like to point out there's a lot of people out there that have the vaccine that are still against this mandate, sure, right? Because they, they understand freedom and they mm-hmm. understand liberty. And they're like, hey, look, I have the vaccine but I'm going to stand against this. They're willing to lose their jobs, even though they're vaccinated because they believe so strongly in individual liberty. So this is a huge, huge win for us right now. Yeah, it is. As far as the people in the medical community, they're still up against it. I was talking to some people that if I, uh, let's use the Cleveland clinic as an example, if I want to go operate a boiler at the Cleveland clinic, and if they ask me my vaccination status, will I have a harder chance of getting hired without it? Do we need to start really finding out how many people have put in for this job? How many have you not given the job to? Is it affecting it? That's the question. Because, you know, I could pull my religious exemption, but everybody who is so for it is going to call your religious exemption bullshit. Well, and that's, um, boy, I think it was university hospitals, right? Who's letting go of all these employees right now, mm. currently? And they, they shot down all the religious exemptions and uh, medical exemptions. Told them, look, if you don't have it, you're out. It could have been. Uh, I, yeah, I, I, I want to say it's university. Could have been Metro. No, no university. I think, I think it was. I think it okay. was university. Okay, but yeah, your your religious exemption doesn't hold a whole lot of weight for a whole lot of people. And the problem is everybody's going to get religious exemptions, right? I mean, yeah, hey, yeah. I yeah, go but, to the and that, Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster, and we don't believe in vaccines. Well, it kind of muddies the waters for people that truly have religious exemptions. But I get it. Whatever. I don't care. Don't open it up for religious exemptions <laughs> if you're not going to accept them. They said it was Akron Hospital or a hospital in Akron. Oh, it was. It wasn't university. It was Akron Children's. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. They're letting a lot of their employees go. And they are running with what they said here. You know what's great though? Fauci just took it down to five days. So 
the fact that you're not vaccinated, not sick, but just not vaccinated, they're going to fire you, right? But sick folks can come work. People that get the actual virus, they're at home for five days, they can come back sick and work. Hmm. But people who aren't sick at all because they decided not to get this vaccine, hey, got to go. You're, mm. you're dangerous. You are too dangerous to be in our system. Y'all with COVID, come on in. Come on we in. We need you. The water's fine. <laughs> come on in. Dip them toes in the COVID water. So it was really cool that it was able to happen and they were able to get everything right with this. It would have been a, a damn shame if it would have went the other way. I didn't think it would. I really thought that it was going to shake out the way it did. And I'm sure they knew too. I'm sure the administration knew. That's why they're backpedaling now on all their bullshit. That's why they're coming through and saying, listen, we're, you know, we, we got a better handle. I know the numbers are bigger. I know the numbers of the infections are bigger, but oh, we're, we're getting a hold of it. Listen, five days, you know, they're really peeling back on a lot of the shit they've been saying because their numbers are horrible. So I want to just real quick, I want to get off a little bit here and just touch base and let you guys know that we are live right now on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, I have visions of going to Rumble instead of Facebook because eventually, and based on this right here, you know what? Pull up Shane Hazel with the language because that's what makes <laughs> Shane Hazel so great. But I have a feeling that <clears throat> Facebook's going to end up hearing this and we're talking about things that Facebook doesn't agree with. Yeah. This was YouTube that did it to them though. They're right. Right. Yeah. I understand that. So but Shane Hazel had to get labeled. We're yeah. going to get labeled here. For those that don't know who okay. Shane Hazel, he's a libertarian candidate. <laughs> we use libertarian a little loosely here um, from Georgia. Anarcho-capitalist, I think. Uh, yeah. Might be. He's a blue check mark on Twitter. He's splashed in a, a couple of uh, races and he didn't win. And he got accused of like muddy in the waters for the Democrats. It's just like they normally do like in the episode we had talked about before. And it's H-A-Z-E-L, Shane Hazel, right? I follow him. I listen to some of his stuff. He's big into crypto. He's cool. So he screenshots his episode from his podcast, episode 184, SCOTUS Blocks Vaccine Mandate was the name of it. So it says, uh, our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our medical misinformation policy. We removed the following content from YouTube, the whole show, right? <laughs> so he screenshotted that and said, fuck you, fascists. <laughs> Right. Oh, it gets better. So in the submit your appeal section, he was like, uh, and now I, I'm not sure that this is the route you want to take when you're going to try to get your appeal through. But anyway, here's how Shane decided to handle his appeal where you can put comment. He said the people that silence other peaceful people throughout history have been the bad guys every time. So fuck you, you bunch of fucking bitches with weak ass ideas. <laughs> Shane, my man, listen, <laughs> love the passion. I love the heat. Bring the heat, my You're man. not getting back on. I don't uh, know what, I don't know what strike that is for him. <laughs> Dude, you know, somebody at Twitter was like, uh, you know what? Maybe we should take a second look at this. <laughs> what did he say about his appeal? <laughs> and that's where it ended. He's like, fuck you fascist, you bitches. And uh, I didn't get to catch the show to see if, to see if there was things he was saying that there were misinformation, um, but the, but okay. It, so here, let's get into this. Let's get yeah, into this. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You know where yeah. I'm going. Cause this yeah. is fucking bullshit. So let's get into this. You want to talk about misinformation. Joe Biden has come out. Now let me set the stage here. Okay. 
as a 29-year law enforcement officer, Dan, if I decide that I want to get into your neighbor's house, okay, I think maybe your neighbor is dealing drugs. But the courts are like, eh, you know what? You, you ain't got, got enough evidence. Right, you ain't got enough, man. I know you got your gut going, but we mm. really need some evidence. Uh, we're not going to give you a warrant. So then I come to you and I say, hey, Dan, listen, I'm almost positive that your neighbor is dealing meth, mm. right? And I need you to go in there for me. And the next time you're over there, when they invite you in for a party, just go through their drawers and shit and see what you can find. And if you find some fucking meth, man, give me a call and bring it out to me. And especially if you, if you find a gun and meth. If you find a gun and meth. I need it all. I need it all because you know what? The government's really not supporting the second amendment. And I think I can get in their good graces. Okay. So okay. I need you to bring me all their guns. Yeah. And I need you to bring me their meth. Right. Right. Because can't, I can't, I can't get a warrant. So I can't do it, but I need you to go do it. But okay. I, but, but I shouldn't. No, no, you should. You should because the police want you to, and you're a good citizen. You're pressuring me. <laughs> so what you have just turned into at that point is an agent of the police. Right. Uh, do I get so, a badge? Yeah. <laughs> we give you a badge. We give you a badge. We give you a gun, no bullets. Cause you got, yeah. you, you got to qualify. I'll bring my own. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I bet. I bet. Just kidding. ATF. You know, yeah. um, but so now you become an agent of the police. My charges are no good. It's a bad search. You're mm -hmm. searching on behalf of me. I cannot bring somebody else in to do my dirty work when it's illegal. Just can't. Now, if you happen to be in there and all of a sudden, you know, you come out with something, I never had contact with you. Now you call the police and you're like, look, I just found this bag of meth in their house. You know, we could probably use that. But when I tell you to go in there and I tell you, hey, look, I need you to do my, my dirty work, can't do it. Now, with that said, the same thing for the federal government. Okay. SCOTUS ruled in 1973 that the government may not induce, encourage, or promote private persons to accomplish what it is constitutionally forbidden to accomplish, Ooh. right? So the government wants to trample First Amendment rights, but they're like, look, man, Constitution, Constitution says we can't do that, right? The people have a right to free speech. They have a right to freedom of press. We don't have the right to tell them what they can and can't say. And he should know this because wasn't he in Congress when they passed this? <laughs> Oh my God, 1973 he was. Holy shit. He was actually in the government. Oh my God, I never even thought about that. He was actually in the government when the SCOTUS, when SCOTUS ruled, when the Supreme Court ruled. He, he was it. there and of sound mind. He was young, so he was of sound mind at that point. His hair was still looking pretty tough, though. <laughs> no, his hair was never. Dude, which hair? The one on his legs that the kids like to rub? Oh, come on. Come Continue. On. What? Continue. Come on, man. So, <laughs> so with that said, and the president knows, hey, we cannot violate people's First Amendment, right? We don't have the right to do that. So here's what he thinks. Unfortunately, while our military is stepping up, as they always do, there are others sitting on the sidelines, and we're standing in the way. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do it. Personal choice impacts us all, our hospitals, our countries. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. On your shows. COVID-19 is one of the most formidable enemies America has ever faced. We've got to work together, not against each other. So you got the president of the United States now who is calling for private companies like social media platforms to censor what he deems misinformation, disinformation, because he knows he can't do it. 
So now he's looking at Facebook, at Twitter, at YouTube, at everybody else to censor anything that goes against what their narrative is. But Jen Psaki also did that after they lost the Supreme Court decision. She got at the podium and she goes, listen, big businesses, we're looking at you to say, you could still do it. Come on and still do it. How messed up is that? Dude, so they're getting destroyed right now on Twitter. Well, destroyed right now by... Just polling numbers. <laughs> well, yeah, polling numbers alone. But you've got Jeff Carlson on Twitter says, U.S. president calls for the freedom of the press to be controlled and freedom of speech to be abridged. You got Lisa Booth says, the guy who lied and told people they wouldn't get COVID if they got vaccinated has thoughts on disinformation. So everybody knows what's happening here. But again, what's going to happen? What's going to happen to them? When have they ever gotten called on any of this? And you know what? Not only are they not going to get called on it, but Twitter and Facebook and all these other private social media companies are going to heed his request. And get congratulated for it. Sure. Right? Sure. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, though. He comes right out and runs an endgame around the Constitution again. Again. When does this stop? When do we finally just say, my God, you put your hand on the Bible to uphold the Constitution and your entire presidency is nothing but end games around the Constitution. He knows he can't do it himself, so he's having other people do his bidding. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. He's imploring social media companies to censor Americans is what it comes down to. It is. And on his behalf. Come on, man. And I'm telling you, I joke about it. That is, he's got the creepiest voice, dude. Well, forget about the voice. No. Get off topic. No, I'm not going to forget about the voice. It's creepy, man. There is something seriously. I mean, we know something's wrong with the guy, but man, the more he talks, man, it's more, he's getting more like this. You listen to him. Oh, I mean, today when he was meeting with the Democrats to see if he can get his voting bill passed and he walked out and had a one minute gaff of just talking about nonsense that wasn't even in it. Listen to him. Ten I, years. I don't even want to play it. I don't listen, want to hear it. Again. Listen to him 10 years ago. Listen to him 15 years ago. I mean, there wasn't the, come on, man. Yeah. There was none. Of, it's getting worse and it's getting worse. And it's even worse now than when he started. There's mm-hmm. something seriously creepy about it. He's whispering more than he's So he's not. asking, he's asking the social media companies to censor. And the problem that we're having now is the stuff that people are admitting to now is stuff that would have got you banned this time last year. Oh, it's conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. It was conspiracy theory a year ago. Yeah. And, and now, now it's, it's all come to pass. And now, it's back. and now they can just, they can on Friday tell you, hey, you know what? Um, it's uh, it's not what we thought it was. It's, you know, blah, 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 this and that. Oh, and, science and, changes. Change, science you gotta, you gotta changes. Evolve. We got Right. Uh, yeah, but all these people were calling this out from the beginning. Uh, dude, it's, it's such a mess. So here's a video of Joe when he is given his right to vote speech at historically black college, Morehouse. So it's an HBU. He's at Morehouse college and he's given his like pushing his right to vote agenda, right? That, you know, the Republicans are, are trying to suppress the vote. So here he is with that. I will defend the right to vote. Our democracy against all enemies, foreign and yes, domestic. A consequential moments in history. They presented choice. Do you want to be the side on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? So do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or a racist? <laughs> do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? You want to be on, on the side of John Lewis or a racist? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? 
This is the moment to decide to defend our elections, to defend our democracy. What pisses me off in an election where uh, where he got 81 million votes, it didn't seem like they were holding back anybody from voting. Right? So his problem is the state, the state, the state legislators. Illegals, dead people. The state legislators are trying to not let them do what they did last time and make it a little bit harder for them to cheat, and they don't like it. So they're going to call it racist. So Tulsi says on her tweet, Hillary's calling tens of millions of Americans deplorables was divisive and disgusting. But Biden has gone further, calling those who disagree with his actions and policies domestic enemies, traitors, and racists. Biden promised to unite us, but he is doing all he can to divide us. So if you listen to that, A, he's pandering, and B, if you don't agree with their Voting Rights Act, Mm -hmm. right, the John Lewis Act, if you don't agree with all this crazy mail-in shit they want to do, you're a racist. So Hillary calling us deplorables, well, like she said, bad enough, but he's dividing us again by race. He's going to be the great unifier, remember? Yeah, he ran on that. Right. Nope. We got to come back together. Nope. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> nope. You're a racist. You're a racist because you believe in voter ID. That's the only way they're going to be able to win this thing. And they know it. They these, know it. These are the same people that make you show ID with your Vax card to get into a restaurant in New right. York. <laughs> right. Right. I, you know, I need my Vax Hypocrites. card and I need my ID. Hypocrites. To get a fucking steak. Yeah. But you know what? Hey, hey man. It's racist. Listen. Listen, man. Get the Vax. That's the creepiest shit. I can't. I can't. Get vaccinated. So the workarounds that he keeps trying to do on the Constitution should be raising red flags everywhere. He's 0 for 2. He's goose egg. Yeah, I mean, 0 for 2 with the big ones. Yeah. I mean, it's his administration is a constant in game. He's constantly trying to get around the Constitution. Yeah. That's two that you know of. That's true. Every single day. Is they're nothing, working on it. Nothing they're but lighten another away. <laughs> nothing but lighten another page. Nothing but lighten another amendment on fire and watching it burn. For sure. And his polling numbers are in the toilet. I think he's polling worse than Trump. But and how can that be in less than a year or just over a year? How can that be in one year that he gets 81 million votes? He gets more votes than any presidential candidate in the history of the world, and he is polling worse than just about every president. I mean, how can that be? And his vice president's in the 20s. But they got more votes than anybody else. I just, it's, uh, it's oh my God. Oh, you didn't, we didn't even talk about, she was getting interviewed last night and a guy asked her straight to her face, are you going to be on the 2024 ticket? And you could see her face. She was like, she couldn't believe he asked that question. And she was like, we're talking about today. I saw something about that. Kamala Harris's interview was such a big, worrisome flop. It's no wonder she doesn't want to think about 2024. That's the headline on Town Hall. Should we play this? Though? Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. Town Hall, and it's shitting on Kamala Harris. Let me, uh, I have not heard this, so we're going to do this one live here. I have no idea. I'm not even prepared for this. So this is Craig Melvin asking if it's time to change the admin's strategy on COVID. Does the administration say, you know what? The strategy isn't working. We're going to change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. 
And so right now we know we still have a number of people that, that is in the million. What? So she's saying that their strategy should be to continue to do what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But we have, now this is from the president who promised that he was going to get COVID under control. And we have, it's just exploding right now, like absolutely out of control. And her answer is that, you know what, we should just keep, hey, hold the course. We're doing great. We're doing great. You know what? 81 million of you love us. We're doing great. All right. I think I have the one right here where they're talking about her on the 2024 ticket. Going to, uh, to see the same Democratic ticket in 2024? I'm sorry. We are thinking about today. I mean, honestly, that I, I, I know why you're asking the question, because this is the part of the punditry and the, right. the gossip around places like Washington, D.C. Let me just tell you something. We're focused on the things in front of us. We're focused on what we need to do to, to address issues like affordable child care, what we need to do to ensure. So there have been that, no conversations about 2024. The American uh, people sent us here to do a job. And right now there's a lot of work doing. to be done. And that's my focus. It sounds Sincerely. Like you're at least familiar with some of the punditry. I don't know if you've heard that there've been some, there's been some talk about a, 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 a Biden Cheney ticket perhaps in 2024. Did you read that article? I did not. I'm, I, no, I did not. Oh and I really God. couldn't care less about the high-class gossip on these issues. <laughs> Dude, that is fantastic. And then they pan away to like, today, Today, like one of those morning shows are like, hmm. yeah, okay. Oh, that. that's mm. fantastic. She's like, bitch, do you understand I'm at 26%? You are not helping. <laughs> oh, God, I wish I could see the video, though, because I bet the look on her face was, was. like a deer, man. And it headlights, was. Just like... Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Shit. shit. Uh, bail out, bail out, <laughs> pull a cord. And then he starts asking her about Biden running still in 2024, but without her. <laughs> With a Republican as his vice. She's like a Republican that nobody supports. Because that's the same Liz Cheney that's on the oh, the, yeah. the, no, J, no. the J6. Oh, well, they, they they will support him because of Liz. Liz should be a, I mean, Liz should be a Democrat. We all know that. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's the epitome of rhino. Well, I'm on the same ticket. Then, then, she's a then, hero. then, then mansion would be able to flip R and probably win a seat again. Come on, man. I'm talking about Tulsi and oh. Tim Scott. God damn it. My bad. My bad. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've always, I'd listen. That's always been my thing. So if they're going to do it, shit, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> let's flip flop. Yeah, man. Let's get Tulsi and Tim Scott running for our independent party. Ooh. Not even. No, I want an R and a D to run together. Mm. It would light the system on fire. It would. Oh my God. It, it would. would. Uh, it'd be so great. But it's not bringing us together at all. I don't even care anymore. I just want to win. <laughs> I just want to win. I just want to win. We can't let that happen again. That's why. I, so, you know, we talked about it before. They're, they're, they're talking about, is Hillary going to run again in 2024? Are we going to have a rematch of Donald Trump and Hillary? And hey, I'd like it noted, too, that there's a lot of people talking about that now. Mm -hmm. And we were the first ones to talk about it with Jeff the Conspiracy Theorist back in December. Episode 7. Hell yeah. We were the first ones. And now everybody's talking about it. So I don't know if they listen to this. Uh, you think Tucker Carlson's listening to Pod Bless America? No, but I did put it in his comment section. So if he reads his comments, he's going to know who we are. <laughs> That's and right. And maybe he's going to go, did they? You better recognize. Better recognize. <laughs> so I don't want to do it over again like that. I just don't want to run that election back. I mean, you think we were bad 
for the last election, as far as how separated we were, we run that one back. And if they lose, it's, it's going to be pandemonium in the streets. Well, let me ask you though, do you think there's any way at all that we come closer together for the next election? I don't. Did you hear the clip? Yeah. Right. I mean, you're a racist now. I mean, they're already starting. Yeah. Going into 2022. They know there's no way they can win. They got, nothing, they got nothing to they hold got up. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. They got to convince the world that you're racist <clears throat> if you'd want ID. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just don't, I don't know, man. I don't see any way that we're going to be together. It's just, I still think we're going to lose every race by half percent. <laughs> You're here to hear first. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, go back to episode 14. <laughs> half a percent. We lost every single race by <laughs> weird. So weird. I don't get it. We were winning at 1230 at night when I went to bed. Okay. Are you done with Tulsi? I'm done. Okay. So what this really brings it home to a little special place in your heart. This SCOTUS ruling really shows up about how important the 10th amendment is. Uh, It does. So, and, and that's what SCOTUS has fallen is, is referring back to, right? So the 10th amendment is one of those amendments that is like the second amendment, right? Second amendment's pretty easy. Well, I don't know, because at the end of it, it says this right shall not be infringed and and they infringed the fuck out of it. (laughs) But well, continue. Well, right. But what I'm, well, same with the 10th. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So the second amendment is shall not be infringed. Well, I got it right behind me here, right? Well, mm-hmm. regulated militia being necessary. being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep a bare arm shall not be infringed. Does not say, eh, should not be infringed. It says shall not. I know. And I'll probably get arrested if I have a pair of bare arms. You're dumbass. <laughs> Seriously, I hate you. <laughs> I do. I can't stand you. <laughs> So the 10th amendment is pretty much the same way. Uh, it's very short. And what it says is the power is not delegated to the United States by the constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. All right. Now what that means is exactly what it says. If it anything, ain't, if it ain't here, it's over there. Right. If it ain't in it, <laughs> right. If it ain't here, it's over there. Boom, baby. All right. That's it. All right. That's how I read it. You know what? I wish the 10th Amendment said that. <laughs> if it I ain't wish they here, put it there. Yeah. it's over there. If it ain't here, it's over there. That's Don't how it talk works. talk to Dems. <laughs> That's how it works. And that is what the Supreme Court is relying heavily on right here, is that, look, you don't have the right to do this. There is nothing in the Constitution that gives you the right to mandate private companies to force this vaccine on their employees. Now, if the states want to do it, eh, well, that's something the states can do. But that is not the federal government's charge. They are not allowed to do it. And that is exactly what it says now. Well, and we're going to have an episode coming up here. I've already talked to a uh, Ohio state Senator who is going to come on and we're going to talk about state sovereignty. right. And it is being violated. Well, I mean, it's just out of control. And we've talked about this a little bit before. I mean, there's nowhere in the constitution that gives them the right to get involved in education. That's a state's right. There's nowhere that gives them the right to get involved in healthcare. That's a state's right. Welfare. There's nowhere that gives them the right to be given out federal money for welfare. That's, a state's right. We could do a whole show on, on and, and just keep naming it. Dude, I could probably keep do naming we, it. We could do a whole podcast. I mean, mm-hmm. not even a show. I just I mean, the whole, the whole podcast. Episode. Yeah. The whole podcast. We're like, welcome to fucking <laughs> episode 10,942 of what the federal government can't do. Yeah. So, but, but are doing, but are doing <laughs> right. They don't give a shit. The power is not delegated to the United States by the constitution, nor prohibited by it to the States are reserved for the states respectively. That's it. If it's not in the constitution, they can't do it. 
Now, what are some of the things that the federal government can do, right? They can declare war. They can levy taxes. They can run post offices. Uh, all that stuff is in the Constitution. But if it's not there, when you look at anything, any department, any mandate, any law that, well, I can't say law, but any executive order, well, even law. I mean, if it's not in the Constitution, they don't have the right to do it. Now, federal government, obviously, Congress has the right to, uh, to pass laws, but they can't circumvent the Constitution by doing it, right? Federal government. I mean, no, no, the, no, they can. And then it's got to make its way to the court to find out if they, if they were right or not. That's uh, what they're doing. They're throwing, well, they can't they're, change. They're, they're throwing shit against the they wall. They can't change the Constitution. I'm talking about by with law. laws. They can't change oh, it by law, sure. right? They can't pass a law that says guns are illegal in America. They just can't do it. They can't circumvent the Constitution just simply by passing a law. Now, there's ways to do this, and, and we're probably going to have a whole episode on that with Article 5. But you don't think they would pass that law if they had the votes? And then bring it to, especially like, okay, so let's say they, they packed the Supreme Court with nine Democrats, uh-huh. and then they passed that law, and then all of a sudden the Supreme Court goes, yep, they're well in their rights to do it. Then you got war on your hands. Right, right, right. Yeah, they're not saying, yeah, and it would be something like, hey, we're not saying you can't own guns. What we're saying is that it is a federal crime at this point to own a firing pin. You can possess all the guns you want. Yeah. So, hey, Constitution. Just not, just not gunpowder. Constitution says you can, you can, uh, right? Does the Constitution say anything about ammunition? No. No. You know what? It's a $100 tax per bullet now. Yep. And they've tried that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, $100 tax per bullet. You can own all the guns you want, but it's going to be costly. But you know what? A box of nine millimeter ammo is going to cost you $30,000 now. So, I mean, it's pretty close to the price it is now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Just I hope kidding. not. I may or may not have just bought a uh, brand new Ruger PC charger. Mm. I'm going to pick it up tonight or I'm not. I don't know if I am or not. Ruger's making a car now. Yeah. Uh, Ruger, <laughs> Ruger charger. <laughs> That's fine. Just get that 22 conversion bolt. Save you some money. So yeah, I was going to talk more about the 10th amendment, but I'm going to wait now until we get that Ohio state Senator in here and we're going to oh. have a whole whole episode on it. I get it. And that'll be, that'll be a good time. It is going to be a good time because we know that guy and he's, he's a good dude, man. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, that's my biggest fear right now is they're seeing that they can't get anything passed that is even remotely close to unconstitutional because we have that lead. That's how important that last election was as far as getting some real constitutionalists in there, even if they're not like a hundred percent constitutionalists, they are still going for the constitution because the three people that voted against it, like, what are you standing on here? I didn't read the dissent. I would, yeah, and, and we probably need to read that dissent. Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, they just went back on, you know, I think OSHA is the person that can set the guidelines. Okay, but OSHA is unconstitutional. Uh, well, either way. It's fruit of the poisonous that to, tree. It has to be their only dissent. It's fruit of the poisonous tree. You can't, you can't give OSHA the right to do this when OSHA itself is an unconstitutional body. Yeah. I, ugh. God, let's just start over. <laughs> Jim and Dan, 2024. Reset. God, that's all dang. that's all our slogan is. Reset. Yeah, let's just start over. <laughs> and it's the it's the reset button for Nintendo. <laughs> you, you know what? That's exactly right. That's what I wish we could do. I wish we could take the federal government. Remember how you have to blow on them before you had to, to get them the to cartridge. work? Yeah, you yeah. had to blow on the cartridge. That's yeah. what we need I to do. I thought you were talking about Bill Clinton. Okay, so I'm talking about come on. You said man. blow on them to get them to listen, work. Listen, listen. I'm saying, come on, man. You tell me I can't do that, but you can talk about Bill Clinton. Ugh. What? You have to blow in it to get it to work. 
<laughs> oh, oh, I, I miss Bill. Smoke a cigar. I miss Bill. Man. Oh, God. All right. Well, I don't know, man. What else you got? You got anything else for today? Oh, man. I You got to get we, to work. We, you we got to do a lot. It's 4 o'clock, bro. Dude, I got, I got a little bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> we, can, we can talk some shit. Um, <clears throat> so our, our boy Rogan. Well, it's my boy. You don't you don't listen to him. I do sometimes. I mean, but like not like I do. No, not like you do. Not like I do. I think I mean, you're in love with him. He's in, he's in some he's into some shit. He's just it's the American dream. That guy that guy started a podcast just to have some fun, and now he gets to like basically shape the narrative, and he doesn't even want to. Oh, getting fuck you money to do it too. He doesn't even want to. He's like, I, I really wish you wouldn't come to me for your medical advice. And then when when CNN literally doctored his video to make him look like he had jaundice. He wouldn't sue him. Like he's trying to build a comedy mecca in Austin. And if I was his friend, I would say, Joe, make CNN pay for your mecca. Whatever you settle for, just put it all into your outdoor huge ass comedy venue where, where, where you know, how, how awesome would that be? How much money does right. CNN actually have still, do you think, after Sandman and after, <laughs> um, right. after uh, Rittenhouse? Yeah. I mean, how much money do they actually have? I don't know. I mean, they, I just saw something on their ratings. It's unbelievable how, how far they've fallen. <laughs> and the picture was like Don Lemon crying. It was great. <laughs> they had tears coming down his face. So uh, a bunch of scientists got together and tried to write Spotify. And they want Spotify to, it says 270 doctors call out Spotify over, over Joe Rogan's podcast. They handed this man a bag of money. I don't know if his contract, if it's all pay it up front or, or whatever, but he is the most popular show. He, you cannot cancel him. So you can pull up 270,000 doctors that say, you know, he's a threat to, no, he's not. He's asking questions. He's having conversations. He's doing exactly what we should be doing and should have been doing this whole time when it comes to finding out the truth, because you can end up getting in a spot where you're saying thing that is right. And put to them, it's wrong. And then you're going to get censored. And then when they fix it, nobody ever comes back and goes, my bad. Misinformation. And you can call it whatever you want. No, it's misinformation. Uh, it's going against the narrative right now. Like you said, I mean, in, in a year when it pans out to be right, it's too late. Even if they put the episode back up there, it's a year old. And they're not going to give him any grace. He's still a year from now, he'll still be talking about the same stuff and they're still going to be censoring him, even yeah. though he's been right about every single thing all along the way. Yeah. Or how about maybe this guy says, maybe instead of trying to get Joe Rogan's podcast shut down, how about the doctors that are whining could inform the public why he's wrong and they're right. Same thing. Let's have this conversation. Let's talk about it. Uh, Rogan's on the radar now. There's nothing he can say. I assure you the white house is listening to every podcast. Just he puts waiting. out. Yeah. Just, just waiting. waiting. Getting a hold of Twitter, getting a hold of, well, now he's on Getter. So Getter, Getter is just going to throw up the two middle fingers if the government comes to them and tells them to take him down. Yeah. Getter doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, so far, I mean, hopefully they don't sell out. Yeah. There's, there's the rumble alternative to YouTube. There's Odyssey. That's another alternative to YouTube and they're all going to start growing. But it brings me back to my point where if both sides are, are, are sitting in the, the same spots, listening to the same shit and they're not talking to each other. That's when we end up being in a situation where Rogan's trying to talk to people and get different opinions put out there and questions asked and then just getting shut down because it doesn't follow what they're trying to tell you. I don't get it. It's a piece of shit. I know. I know you hold out hope. I just, I don't know how you're ever going to get them to s sit down together and talk. I think it's, 
like I said, Miss O'Leary's cow kicked the lantern over. It's done. But look what they're doing. Like, I haven't seen the Netflix movie, Don't Look Up. Have you heard about it? Okay. Mm-mm. I haven't watched it, but let me tell you exactly what it is. Okay. There's a president in office and she's a chick, right? And she gets some information that there's an asteroid coming toward the planet. And everybody on the, let's put left in quotes, is going, hey guys, we got to do something. There's an, there's an asteroid coming. And everybody on the right's going, yeah, you're full of shit. Shut up. And then that president who's in office is discrediting everything about this asteroid and telling people don't look up. It's all a lie. Don't look up. Like literally, like are people not looking up because she says don't look up and the asteroid's like right here? Well, I don't know if it's visible. Because that would be amazing. That would be an amazing premise. Like they, they follow the government so much that they're saying don't look up. And people are like not looking up, just like the mask mandate. Yes, Wear but, a mask. but they're but they're putting the the don't look up people in red hats and basically calling them idiots for not believing that it's coming when you can freaking see it. Yeah. Because they said not to. This is Netflix. Yes. I'm gonna watch it tonight. You're gonna watch it. I am. Oh my god. I'm excited. I I, I you know that's a good premise. It, it is, but at the same time, it's stupid because everything the whole picture they paint is just what happened in this political climate. And it's basically about COVID, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they're just sitting there going back and forth about how stupid all the people who wear red are. And I mean, watch it and report back, please. Because I'm uh, when I saw it and read it and, and, and read up on it, I was like, these bitches. Because now what I want to do is... But how's that, which, who's... So the people that don't believe in the vaccines are going to be the ones wearing the red hats? Is yeah. that right? Well, so is the, is the show basically shitting on people that are questioning the vaccines then? Or questioning the science. Yeah. Basically. So I'll watch it. in my mind, I want to have the same actors back and then do the second part of this show when the, when the asteroid doesn't hit earth, when it's a near miss and just goes right by. And then they all stand there like, well, it could have happened. <laughs> God, it was close, man. But I mean, if you, you, you didn't think it was real. It's like, nah, bitch, you lied to get power. You know what it was. Hmm. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Don't look up on Netflix. And then, yeah, I want the report back. I want you to tell me how how you felt about it. Do I have to write it? No. Just talk? No. And you're not going to send it to me in a message. That's for sure. (laughs) Dude, it it was a resolution of mine too. And I lasted for like four days. Not even. I don't even know. I think I had COVID then. You know what? It's COVID brain. I have brain fog. Brain fog. You're a victim. I'm, I'm a vi- You're a victim. I have brain fog. I can't remember to text you back. So yeah, I'm 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 excited about the position that our SCOTUS is in right now. I think that we have an edge that is really, really important. I think if the election would have went the other way last time, we'd oh, yeah. we'd be in a world of hurt. Oh yeah. No, for sure. For sure. It, it, man. But the but the but the people who are on the opposite spectrum of me think the exact opposite of how I feel. Well, you know what? The people that are on the opposite, they believe that those judges are Republican judges, right? That it's all partisan. But it's, as long as they are ruling for the Constitution, that's how it's supposed to work. They are always supposed to be on the side of the Constitution. Just because those on the left and the far left don't have an originalist view of the Constitution, just because they believe that the Constitution could should be changed through Supreme Court rulings, doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it so. I don't know, man. It's just, it's crazy to me that the constitution is there in black and white. Anybody can read it. And the Supreme court's job is to enforce that. 
and that there's any question at all as to whether the rulings are right or not. The Supreme Court does not have the authority to change the Constitution. Their job is simply to look at issues that come before them and decide whether they are constitutional as the Constitution is written. That's it. If you want to change the Constitution, change the Constitution. You can do that. There's a way to do it. But the Supreme Court ain't the way to do it. No, it's not. It's not. So, But I had a Democrat buddy of mine reach out. He said that we nailed episode two, which was Vax Mandate. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited to see him say that. He also did comment. He said, here's the deal. I didn't even ask him about the vaccination status, but he probably assumed he knew where I stood on it. But he said, here's the deal. Did I get the shot? Yes. Do I think you might be a dumbass for not getting it? Yes. Do I think the government should be ordering people to get it? Fuck no. So my response was, here's the deal. Did I give a fuck if you got the shot? Nope. (laughs) Do I give a fuck what anyone thinks of me not getting the shot? Nope. It's a beautiful way to live. Yep. Mind your own business. (laughs) You know? And like I said, I mean, if this thing was a true plague and we were losing 60% of the population, I might be a little more open now to a, look, we got a real public emergency. But you'd be like, I'm an officer of the law. I go first. (laughs) Exactly. Get out the way. Get out of the way. And I'd be like, I'm trying to keep the lights on at the power plant. So I'm, I'm a, a, what was the term they're using? I'm essential. I'm essential. I'm I'm essential. (laughs) Yeah, we'd all be fighting. But you know what? We're losing so far, what, 0.23% of the population, not 60%, like the last plague. I mean, you're comparing it to a plague. I mean, come on. They have to. I can't wait. I I just can't wait to do the follow the money episode. It's, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's up there for a potential future episode, and I can't wait. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. You got to get to work. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Dad. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. How, how are we going to how, how keep fun in this thing if you don't go to work? <laughs> hey, with that said, if anybody wants to sponsor us, hit us up. Uh, all right. So I guess we should probably get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Shout out to SCOTUS for uh, doing what they're yeah, supposed to nice do. Yeah, nice job, SCOTUS. Nice job. So all everyone, right. Everyone look up the 10th Amendment and freshen up on it again so you can see if it ain't here, it's over there. That's right. And the uh, the episode's coming up. So get refreshed. Go to the 10th Amendment. Uh, is it 10th Amendment Center.org? I believe it is. 10th Amendment Center.org. Get up to speed on it because we are going to have an upcoming episode here pretty quickly on the 10th Amendment on states' rights. So, all right. With that being said, we appreciate the support. And if you like what you're hearing here, be sure to hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening to your podcast. Remember, you can find us on Facebook at Pod Bless America. You can find us on Twitter at Jim and Dan Show. And you can reach either one of us at Jim at PBAPodcast.com or Dan at PBAPodcast.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you don't like. And until next time, Pod Pod Bless America. America.